Blog Talk Radio. Your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming. I am who It's Tuesday night, and it's 7.30 p.m., everyone. It's time for your national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thorne. The acclaimed news talk program has earned a reputation as a high-quality example of digital journalism. We deliver the conversations you want to hear about the news defining our times. You can expect expert and celebrity guests weekly. This popular show is the recipient of the Bold Award in Journalism and has the We Day Excellency in Journalism Award. Let's bring in our on-air host, the one and only Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening, everyone, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Now, of course, I am Shana, and I am personally excited and honored that you are on with us live this Tuesday night. It's April 5th, 2016. It is April. Happy April, everyone. I hope you're having one fabulous spring already. Now, if you don't know, you should likely know that April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. And it's also Financial Literacy Month, so April is one busy month. Now, I will tell you this. uh, This month, we will feature both segments on child abuse because it's Child Abuse Prevention Month. And we're also going to present a show on financial literacy. We're going to talk about smart money management tips. And guess what? That is tonight. That's right. We have one great lineup for you. And get ready to learn and be educated because we have one phenomenal guest on with us. I'm going to tell you more about her uh, very soon. But April is one full and busy month for us because guess what, everyone? It's our birthday. That's right. Let's Talk America Radio celebrates its third anniversary to this month. Can you believe it? We are three years old. It's our birthday. And because of that, we have to quickly recognize it. Here we go. Okay, everyone, we're going to celebrate all month long. That's right. We have one special lineup for you for this April. Again, special for many reasons. Hey, I would suggest that you join us out there on social media because in honor of our third anniversary or slash birthday, we will be releasing some very special videos of individuals who support this show, giving their own special greetings. So please connect with us um, on Instagram, also on Vine, on Periscope, Snapchat, where Let's Talk America Radio. So do join us. Of course, we're on the fabulous Facebook and Twitter. Now, if you uh, happen to forget our handle on any of the uh, various social media outlets, simply check out our website. It's easy to navigate. You're going to love this website. You can find more information there, www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Again, that website is www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. All right, everyone, Uh, this show is one universal news talk program for literally every member in your household, okay? So we provide information and a very professional and journalistic approach. So I hope you are looking forward to tonight's lineup. So now I told you that it's Financial Literacy Month, and because of that, we have brought in one of the best out there. I'm talking about the one and only popular financial advisor and acclaimed author, Terrell Dinkins. She's out of Atlanta, Georgia, 
and she joins me tonight to talk about smart money tips. This is one sharp professional, so you want to stick with us to learn from this lady. I'm also excited to welcome Lynette Kafani Cox, known as the Money Coach. She joins me tonight to talk about mortgages. Now, this specific conversation is for first-time home buyers as well as seasoned home buyers. So, you want to stay with us? She's going to offer some great tips. I told you it was Financial Literacy Month, so we are covering the entire gamut. Now, also, am excited and thrilled to welcome popular architect Campion Platt. He will join us tonight, and he will take us on a personal tour of the famous. Architectural Digest Design Show uh, that recently took place in New York City. So this is going to be one comprehensive and full show. You've got to stay with us. Message all of your family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors, and let them know that Let's Talk America Radio is on, and we're providing information, again, literally for every single member of their household. Now, you know we love great talk and conversation here on Let's Talk America Radio, and we'd be remiss if we didn't share great music. And tonight, we are putting the spotlight on musicians, country Country Fly, musician Country Fly, his song Father will air tonight. So we're excited to uh, feature his music. All right, everyone. So again, let others know that Let's Talk America Radio is on live right now. They've got to jump on and listen to us, okay? Hey, hashtag LTA Radio. Hashtag LTA Radio on your favorite social media outlet. If you're on Instagram, hey, take a selfie and hashtag LTA Radio. If you're on Twitter, tweet hashtag LTA Radio. No matter where you are, or if you're on Pinterest or Google Plus, let others know that you are tuned in. All right. Well, we also have our signature in the news segment. We highlight our top trending global news of the week. And I'm excited to welcome popular on-air host Rachel Daniels. She's on for a special edition of In the News tonight. We're going to talk pop culture. We're talking about everything, including the Kardashians and politics. So you've got to stay with us for that quick segment. All right, everyone. Let's get it started. LTN Radio is on right now. It's April. We're three years old. Hey, there's so much going on. Stick with us. We're in your ear. Do you need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. 
Welcome back, everyone. I'd be remiss, of course, if I did not send special thanks out to all of our national partners and sponsors. Your support truly is priceless. And, of course, thank you to all of our weekly dedicated and loyal listeners. You stuck with us for three full years, and we are excited to present new featured shows for you for the next three years or so. Okay, thank you for sticking with us. Hey, and we know if you can't listen in live each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you do find a way to listen to it later. Of course, we have replay podcast episodes that you can find if you visit our website, again, at www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com, or we're on iTunes, okay? I know many of you go to iTunes to find your music and other favorite podcasts, so check out Let's Talk America Radio while you are there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, everyone, it's that time. If this is your very first time listening to the show or if it's your fifth time, you should know it's about time for In the News. Of course, this is a segment where we highlight the top trending global news in Simply Minutes. And, of course, a friendly reminder, tonight we have a special edition with on-air personality Rachel Daniels from the popular radio show based out of Atlanta called The Real with Rachel D. I recently had the opportunity to join her on her radio show, and they have one great ball, okay? So they do provide uh, news as well. Now, she and I will talk pop culture and more, so stay with us. But let's first take a look at our global news. In the news, Panama Papers create social media frenzy. A year-long investigation by various journalists has revealed some of the world's wealthiest individuals, including notable politicians and world leaders, hid billions of dollars in offshore shell companies. The data was leaked from a prominent Panamanian law firm. The news created quite a stir on the Internet this past weekend. Now, both Twitter and Facebook were trending the hashtag Panama Papers. The details discovered appear to accuse 140 world leaders of evading taxes and laundering money through a network of offshore companies. The money rings revealed ties to the Syrian president and Iceland's prime minister, to name a few. No major American government leader was named in the documents. In the news, Amtrak workers killed near Philadelphia. Over the weekend, two Amtrak train workers were killed and dozens of passengers were injured when a train bound for Washington, D.C. slammed into a backhoe south of Philadelphia. The employees who died worked as a backhoe operator and a supervisor. The incident has halted service much along the northeast quarter. In May of 2015, an Amtrak derailment in Philadelphia killed eight people. In the news, presidential candidates disagree. Both Republican and Democratic primaries are being held in Wisconsin this week. Now, Secretary Hillary Clinton and Senator Bernie Sanders have had some notable disagreements recently. She accuses Sanders' camp of lying on her record and donors while he demanded an apology from his opponent for saying his campaign lied. On the Republican side, businessman Donald Trump recently publicly stated that his opponent, Governor John Kasich, should not be able to run due to winning only one state. Trump went on to say that mathematically, Kasich cannot win the nomination. Trump himself came under fire this past week for saying that if abortion was outlawed, women should face some sort of punishment for getting one. Now, both Democrats and Republicans highly criticized the GOP's frontrunner for the statement, which he later retracted. Now, March Madness is over, and Villanova beat Chapel Hill. 77-74 was the final score. They played, of course, in Houston, Texas. 
Congratulations to Villanova. Job well done. That was one intense game. Everyone did quite well. Now, you should know that the women will play tonight for the national championship, okay? That's tonight, and it will be coming up very soon. Well, right now, we're ready to bring in Rachel Daniels, where we talk pop culture and a little more. Listeners, we're on right now with the one and only Rachel D. She is the on-air personality for the phenomenal and dynamic radio talk show out of Atlanta, Georgia, titled The Real with Rachel D. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Rachel. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh, it's all true, lady. I recently had the opportunity to speak with you and some of your colleagues, and you did some amazing work on the radio there in Atlanta. You know, uh, let's talk about what trending right now in pop news. I know um, your show focuses a lot on pop news uh, culture. Um, right now, I want to bring up Tia Maori, the beautiful twin, Tia and Tamara. Many know them. Um, she was on Instagram. She put a photograph up. Um, I would assume she's feeling very great about herself. She's a dynamic actress and very talented entertainer on so many levels. Um, according to a report, um, and it's become pretty mainstream media, so I don't think we can doubt it, some Someone who follows her on Instagram, so they're making the choice to follow her, right, uh, voluntarily. They made a comment about her seeming to get obese, if you will. I think they used a, a word um, a little meaner. Um, they used the F word, fat. They said um, she responded um, by really going there with the personal person saying, you know, um, you're body shaming me. You know, I'm not going to paraphrase or try to quote her verbatim. But, Rachel, um, from your perspective, uh, Social media is king and queen, but people can be quite mean on there. What's your take on that situation? Well, there's two ways I see this. Um, Tamara Mari has always been very vocal about um, people who have tried to shame her on how she looks. You know, she's the host of The Real on Fox, and she mentioned, you know, she's had two kids. And people made comments about her body not kind of snapping back the way I believe that they think that it should. And I think that a lot of celebrities um, who do plastic surgeries and tummy cuts, they kind of make the regular people, the fans like us, think that after a celebrity has a baby that they'll snap back very quickly. But Tamara, Tamara Mari is just not that type of celebrity. Like, she is very happy with her body. She, like, you get older, you gain weight. Yeah. So she's very comfortable and happy, but at the same time, the play devil's advocate. When you're a celebrity... You are opening yourself to the public scrutiny. And while I understand she's the actress and she didn't sign up for, um, you know, people to be able to reach you, reach celebrities the way they are now with social media, certain things I feel like celebrities should ignore. Okay. But at the same time, she made a good point to, to mention it because there's probably a lot of women who are getting body shamed and they're not even celebrities. Yeah. So she's making herself more relatable by mentioning it. You know, I think for me it's fascinating she even addressed it because if you go to anyone's Instagram or on Facebook and they put a post, you have a lot of positive comments, and then you can also see people that make some uh, disagreeing, very mean comments. Most celebrities uh, do not address it. She did. She said, Tia said she did it to prove a point. She said she's sick and tired of people being mean. Um, and from my understanding, the woman that said the statement works with young women uh, as a mentor of some sort. And Tia went there, uh, Rachel. She said, you know, you're working with young girls, and they're paraphrasing her here a little, but I hope that's not the message you're sending them. Um, you know, she uh, went on the defensive. Uh, do you think – 
Going on the defensive was wise, or does it almost give credence to someone who's willing to say such a mean statement? Yes, well, let me get a clarification real quick. Was it Tia who said it or Tamara? It was Tia. It was Tia. Okay, because I mentioned Tamara earlier. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's, that's totally fine. <laughs> they probably feel the same way. But as far as her going on the defensive, I believe it is important, too. You know, it's easy from the outside looking in. You think with celebrities, they have money, and we swear money solves all Yes. But when you have, you know, you're in the public eye, and people can say what they want to say to you. And they post what they want to. Now, yes, you can opt to read it or not, but I can't imagine it feeling very good. And I, I've seen Tia recently on Instagram and her sister, and they're not even close to being fat. No, they're not. No, they're not. And you know what, Rachel, from just from my perspective, even if they were, if they happened to be obese, I just think it's just really mean to even go there. But let's switch subjects right now, okay? We're in the news. You're listening to your national award-winning news talk family radio show, Let's Talk America. I'm on with the one and only, a friend of mine, Rachel Daniels. She is a lead on-air host for The Real with Rachel D., a popular radio show out of Atlanta, Georgia, where you and your co-host, BJ, you all talk about everything. You go there, Rachel. Let's talk about the Kardashian clan, if you will. Um, You know, as always, they are trending. In fact, some of the recent presidential uh, candidates brought up uh, Kim Kardashian, comparing her, in a sense, to Donald Trump, businessman Donald Trump. Not quite sure how... Trump feels about that or how Kim Kardashian feels about being compared to one another. Um, I'll tell you this, it's been years later since they first hit the uh, mainstream media scene. They're still popular. They're still relevant. If people like it or not, we have fans of this show who love them, and there are some that are quite baffled why they are famous. You know, tell me this, Rachel, why do you think uh, they have such an appeal? Um, Again, if people like them or not, they're truly on the minds of many. Why? Well, I, well, one, I personally feel like they have a star monster behind them, and they're very beautiful, and they were, they're very exotic looking. Lately, they've been playing around with plastic surgery and have been looking more and more plastic, but when Kim Kardashian first came on the scene, you see this young lady with this dark hair living in Hollywood with blonde hair and blue eyes are kind of thing, but she's dark hair. She's kind of voluptuous. She's, you know, she's complex. Her complexion is of a white individual, but yet she's not quite, she's very exotic looking. And then, of course, she was um, kind of tagged to a lot of celebrity men. And so I think just the whole family dynamic, I mean, regardless of how you feel about the Kardashians, you have to give credit where credit is due. They made a bad situation, which was sex tape, into a multi-million dollar empire, which our average person could not do such a thing. And they stuck together as a family, regardless of what they've been through. And let's be honest, they have been through stuff. I mean, I can't imagine... You know, I have nothing against the transgender community. I'm very supportive, but I can't imagine that being my father. And with everything that they have going on, they still stick together as a family. They support each other as a family, and they're beautiful. Let's talk about it, really. Well, let's talk about uh, some of the um, struggles, ups and downs they have had, uh, in particular with Chloe uh, Kardashian and Lamar Odom, her husband. I think they're still estranged. They, they are legally married, from my understanding. You know, he um, overdosed. That's been very publicized in Nevada at a, a ranch where, you know, I think he was there being entertained um, by some women. Uh, she came to his side. I think there was some conflicting stories if they were back together. I think her claim from one report
point was she was being supportive. She didn't say they were necessarily going to work on the marriage. Um, there have been reports in days, recent days, Rachel, saying that he was spotted at a bar. Um, now, I'm not judging Lamar Odom. Uh, he obviously at one point was a very gifted athlete. I clearly believe he has a lot more left in him as a human being, so we all would want to see him thrive um, very much and get off of, um, if it's drugs or alcohol, whatever, he's abusing those rumors out there. But he did overdose, so we know he was on something. You know, uh, him being spotted in a bar, Rachel, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm no healthcare worker. I, I, I don't work with individuals who have uh, substance addictions. But as a person, if you're trying to uh, get over drugs, addiction, or alcohol, and maybe it was both that he had, is being in a bar the wisest decision? Absolutely not. And the, and the hard thing for Lamar Odom is that the Kardashians have a certain lifestyle. And they're going to always be, like, they control the media, so they're going to put out there what they want you to see. But I remember seeing somebody, uh, they posted a Snapchat video of Khloe Kardashian twerking a couple months ago. Okay. And if you looked in the very back of the video, you saw an individual who was snorting cocaine. And so just by seeing that, and it didn't get as publicized, even though I saw the video of somebody... Somebody had to point it out in the comment section, but I looked at it and it's like, oh, my gosh, he's wanting it with his um, pinky finger. And so seeing that alone, I'm like, okay, that is what the Kardashians have in their um, surroundings. Okay. Not to say that they do drugs, but they, they have a lot of people, and people bring their own demons with them. And with Lamar Odom, he doesn't need to be in the spotlight right now. He does need to be somewhere in a treatment center getting himself together, but you're with the Kardashians who are the ultimate spotlight. Wow. And I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, and I was going to say, being a celebrity, you know, Lamar Odom, uh, Khloe Kardashian, Kim, or Courtney, or even their mom, Chris, there's certainly a pressure that comes with that. I mean, on both sides. Some people don't receive it well. Some people thrive with that pressure. And, but I would imagine this, Rachel, tell me this. You know, you've seen a lot out there. It appears to me that once someone becomes in love with that fame, with that attention, sometimes, I'm, clearly I'm not making this judgment on the Kardashian clan, but maybe some individuals are willing to do anything to keep that fame and that spotlight going? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, imagine their lifestyle. Even without the money, you know, they still get VIP and four-star or five-star restaurants. They get to travel the world. They get screaming fans. I mean, that type of adrenaline, like I hear, is very addictive. And people will do crazy things. There's been other reality stars who have done pornography. Anything that will keep them in the media, they'll do just so they can keep the fame. Wow. You know, uh, before we leave us, it, it's clearly political season, Rachel. I don't need to tell you that. Um, you know, the candidates are crisscrossing this nation, uh, trying to get as many votes or support of the delegates as possible. Um, obviously, this week, Wisconsin has their primaries for both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. There are some celebrities, um, not all, who have uh, dared to put themselves in the political eye, supporting uh, candidates out there. Um, from my understanding, Angelina Jolie uh, continues to be a supporter of Secretary Hillary Clinton. Um, obviously, we know that Susan Sarandon um, is a huge fan of uh, Senator Bernie Sanders. Um, you have the gentleman from, if, I, if I'm correct, one of the popular shows, I can't remember the show right now, who's come out support for businessman Donald Trump along with Omarosa and others. You know, if we like the candidates or not, whoever's listening out there, is it a 
dangerous thing, Rachel, for a celebrity and actress, someone who makes their money off of people saying, I like them, I'm liking what they're doing? Is it uh, a good idea to associate themselves with the cause, with the politics? Because you know this, politics can be quite gritty. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I have mixed feelings about that because, I I mean, in one, I would say yes, because, for example, look at Stacey Dash. Okay. Stacey Dash is a hardcore Republican. She supported um, Mitt Romney and Donald Trump, and she has kind of been um, kind of exiled from the black community because of how, you know, it's like how do you support people that you know don't support us? Okay. And so at least that's how we view it. And so by her supporting those particular individuals, Republicans, especially as a black person, especially as a woman, naturally we're like, okay, Stacey Dash isn't the type of person we thought she was. We thought, you know, she's been on a lot of black-owned magazines, a lot of black-owned TV stations, but yet you don't seem like you support our people. And, of course, what she said on, on Fox about how, you know, getting rid of Black History Month, so a lot of times, yeah, that would tarnish your reputation. Wow. So, I mean, it's always hard to talk about politics. It really is. But as a celebrity, people are going to want to know who you are voting for, who you support. And that kind of, in a sense, gives us a better idea of who you are. Wow. Well, I hey. I thought with Stacey Dash, she would have did that. Wow. Well, you're right. I mean, and I think it's a friendly reminder, Rachel. We don't really know these celebrities or entertainers. I think so many times we think we do, even if it's watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and they'll say, oh, I, I, Kim's not like that. Chloe's not like that. But you're right. They're At the end of the day, they're human beings, and they have their own thoughts, their processes, or whatever's going on with them. So maybe we'll like them more if we get to know them, and maybe not. But we'll certainly bring you back on to talk about how everything ends with politics, with that race for the White House, and much, much more. Rachel D. You are a friend of Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks for joining us, lady. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's continue this news conversation. Connect with me on Twitter. My handle there is S.S. Thornton. Again, my handle on Twitter for Let's Talk America Radio is S.S. Thornton, okay? Thornton is spelled T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Well, everyone, that's going to close out our In the News for this week, but you have to stay with us because we feature new editions of In the News each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, all right, I'm very excited to welcome in our featured conversation for tonight. We're talking about smart money tips with the one and only very popular financial advisor, Terrell Deacons. We'll be back on in seconds. Hi, this is pop culture correspondent Diana Vega in Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Let's Talk America radio show. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you, Carol, from Atlanta, Georgia, for that very special birthday anniversary greeting. We so appreciate all of our supporters of the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, everyone, it is time for our inspirational quote of the night. And tonight, we will feature an amazing quote by the one and only former First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, who once said, he who loses money loses much. He who loses a friend loses much more. He Who loses faith, loses all. Again, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, he who loses money, loses much. He who loses a friend, loses much more. He who loses faith, 
loses all. Well, you know what? That statement speaks for itself. It's very little I have to say after that. You know, uh, certainly money matters to a certain degree. You have to pay rent. You have to pay mortgage. You have to pay your water bill wherever you are uh, listening to my voice right now, uh, be it uh, Fort Worth, Texas, or if you are in Syracuse, New York. But uh, money matters to a certain degree. But you know what? There are other things that matter, too. So may we all keep life uh, very balanced and keep things in perspective. All right. Well, speaking of money, it does matter to a certain degree because you have to have money to live uh, and function in our society. And I'm no expert at money management by any means, but I have the one and only Terrell Deacons is on. She will join me in seconds. So get ready to take out your notepad or take out your tablet or your cell phone, however you take notes. Maybe you take them in your head. But she's going to offer some amazing advice for individuals of all generations. So go ahead and call your daughter into the room. Hey, message your mom, your dad, and let them know this is an important conversation, okay? Americans are living longer, and we've got to be able to save. That's what Terrell has shared with me previously. So you want to hear it firsthand from this very special professional. Hey, everyone. She'll be on in seconds. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-S-O-R-D.com. Or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane Thornton. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, it is Tuesday night, and we are putting the spotlight on your finances. Hey, uh, are you planning enough, uh, male or female? Do you have enough in the bank? Are you set for your kids to uh, survive? Um, God forbid if something happens to you. We're going to talk about this this Tuesday night and so much more. Of course, I am no expert, but I have someone on with me that is. It's the one and only celebrated a speaker. Uh, she's an author, acclaimed author, and she's also a financial advisor. I'm talking about the one and only Terrell Dinkins. Terrell, I've known you for several years. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you so much, Shana, for having me on your show. Oh, it is such an honor. Now, I want to talk about this book, this uh, critically acclaimed book that's done very well thus far. It's titled One Bucket at a Time, and it's a woman's guide to creating wealth. Now, we have a lot of men and young men that are listening to the show. Do not turn us off because, of course, a lot of the strategies that Terrell's going to share um, actually applies to everyone, but there's a reason why she focuses on women, and men, you want to hear this. I want to talk about money management, Terrell. Your book um, that's doing very well out there, Spotlight Investing and Wealth Building. Tell me this, what's the most critical action for everyone to attain wealth of some sort? We, Shana, you have to get back to the basics, and that basics is learning the basics or the fundamentals of saving money. If you can't save money, then there's no way that you can invest money and be good at it. Wow. So we have to get back to the fundamentals of learning how to be good stewards, good savers. And when we're saving, we need to also make our savings automatic. You know, that's kind of strategy and step one, the fundamentals. Okay. Well, you bring up a valid point because I think 
so many of us in 2016, it's our culture to say, well, I need a quick fix, and I need for you to show me the shortcut, if you will, or how I can get over and they're not really going to see my credit score or that I don't have the money in the bank. You're saying we have to get back to the foundation. We've got to actually save the money, have that discipline, right, Terrell? Absolutely. And think about it. People, I have clients that will come in and say, well, I don't want to invest because I have something that's coming up in a year and I want to make some quick money. And I always tell clients, if you're not willing to say to yourself, if this money or doesn't perform or if I lose it, I'm okay with it, then you should be put money in the market. I see. And there's a difference between trading and investing. And I really do um, encourage my clients to be long-term investors. And if you're a long-term investor over time, history has shown that if you've invested over the long haul, over 10 years, then you will not lose. However, the average person does not stay the course. I see. They're not going to stay in the market. I see. They get out for different reasons. So above all, you're saying save the money. It's got to come down to that. I guess then it gets into what approach or how someone wants to get into it. But you're saying just start saving, paying yourself to the side, I'm assuming weekly or monthly, right? Yes. When you get paid, every time you get paid, you should pay yourself. When you make money, your savings account should be paid as well. So we need to do that first, make it automatic, do a couple of steps that I talk about in my book. That's the first bucket, and I talk about the different buckets in my book, one bucket at a time. Okay. But the first bucket is to save and make sure you have emergency funds set aside. Let's talk now, first of all, if you can't save money, then you shouldn't try to invest money. Now, let's talk about the emergency savings or savings overall, Terrell. Whatever someone wants to say, well, this is bucket A for this or bucket two for this. But the reality is when you look at the numbers, okay, they say most Americans just don't have enough emergency savings on hand. I And I'm, I'm just quoting something. It may not even be verified, but I thought I read a few weeks ago that a lot of Americans simply don't have an extra five to $700 for a major car repair. Man, I mean, when you hear that as a financial advisor, you're a human being also, you've had a dynamic life. What goes through your head when, I mean, the fact seems to be that most Americans just don't have that savings? Well, you know, it's scary, but a lot of it is we don't have guidance, um, especially in a, we live in a city where people feel like they need to reward themselves, okay. but we just don't have the guidance, and sometimes people just don't know. A lot of us, regardless of our income levels, and you'll be surprised that they couldn't make it to the next paycheck. Wow. We are living from paycheck to paycheck, so sometimes it takes a person to go and get help, speak to an advisor, so that you can actually see what would happen, what would your life look like if you couldn't make it tomorrow, if you didn't have money tomorrow. You know what your life changing. I don't think we're thinking about that. I don't think we have visuals of what our life would look like if we didn't have a paycheck. Well, and you know, Terrell, maybe, and, and I'm really not trying to be lighthearted or tease here, but maybe a lot of individuals are saying, well, you know, I'm playing the lottery, I'm playing the lotto, and, and if I hit it big, then everything's going to work out. But they're spending as if the lottery funding is already there. <laughs> Well, I won't even get in the lottery. I'd play once or twice, and when I've lost my dollar, I'm upset because I wasted the dollar plane. Because the chances of you getting hit, struck by lightning or, or 
are greater than you winning the lottery. <laughs> and only a financial advisor would be mad about losing a dollar. I, I, get up, I'm like, I just invest a couple of dollars in this, especially if the pot gets big, and then I have to tell myself, okay, we're giving back to uh, pre-K or what have okay. I, I, That's the only I feel okay. better about losing my one or two dollars. <laughs> and it's a great program, the pre-K program for all uh, individuals in a lot of states. It is Tuesday night, and you are listening to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America. We are putting the spotlight, the focus on your finances, okay? We're already in the midst of 2016. Are you on track? to save? Have you fallen off? Or are you, have you gotten yourself in trouble? What's going on with your finances? You need that uh, that financial checkup. And we have the one and only acclaimed author and financial advisor, Terrell Dinkins, on right now. I, I want to piggyback on something you spoke about a few minutes ago, Terrell, uh, saying that a lot of people just don't have the guidance or they don't know. You know, our family legacies um, matter. It does. And our histories matter to a certain degree. Because uh, to paraphrase um, Shanice, she had the popular song years ago, I Love Your Smile, and I think uh, many individuals know that her and her husband Flex have had some financial issues. I think at one point there was a reality show spotlighting uh, what they were doing currently, and she said that she grew up um, with her mom, and, and they didn't have a lot of money, and a lot of the habits that she took in came from watching her mom, and, and in, in a sense, I don't want to you know, quote her verbatim, but it, it was something of, you know, surviving, if you will, paycheck to paycheck, um, and I think that's what her mom could afford, in all fairness. And she said, even though, here we speed it up years later when she had the hit, I think that was number one on several charts, she had a lot of money, but she still had habits that were formed in her as a small child with a mother that had different funds. You know, how real is it that we are often products to mimic what our moms and dads did? You know, I actually talk about that. I, you will be surprised in my book because a lot of what I learned about money came from my mother, wow. who wasn't a highly educated person, okay. but she knew how to save money. So okay. it's true that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And our children watch us. They watch yeah. how we spend money. They watch how we save money. One of the things that I do with my children is I do try to lead by example and allow them to make choices with their money. I think people, when you have your own money, then you tend to spend it differently than when it's someone else's money. For the holidays, for my children, I gave them money. And they were very, um, they thought a lot about what they were, how they were going to spend that money with me using it. But again, they watch me save. I talk about that. There's a conversation. We have conversations in our house about saving and about watching our money and about making choices, the right choices. And I instilled in them that um, the choices you make today will affect you tomorrow. Wow, I love it. And that is what, you know, happens with with children. They watch their parents. And um, those habits that they saw affect them as adults. Powerful information. It is 2016, and we're putting the spotlight on your um, your wealth, if you will. You may not be wealthy, but you have some wealth, be it a dollar or be it one million dollars, one of the case. Um, she is author of One Bucket at a Time, A Women's Guide to uh, Creating Wealth. Terrell, you touched on something that I think will resonate with a lot of our national and international listeners. You said over the holiday period you gave your the kids their own money, and you're saying they had to spend from their own money. You know there are parents out there. If you 
you will, that are saying, well, I just buy for them, and, and then I let them keep their money in the piggy bank or in the bank. And you're saying, no, no, no. Teach them the reality that, hey, you, you take that money to buy that new dress or those shoes or that handbag, that's less money you're going to have later. Absolutely. You know, my daughter is so funny, and I hope people don't think I'm cruel, cool, but even when it comes to birthday parties, okay. because if you think about children get birthday parties invitations yes. weekly, so I give her money. I've had my child to determine or decide which party are you going to because okay. you have to buy the gift. Okay. So I'll you need to make the determination. You have to decide which person, which party you're going to go to. Wow. And it is working with them. It works, but I allow them to make the choices with their money. And even with their money for Christmas, they got money for Christmas and they had to buy their own gift. Wow. And that was tough. This was our first year doing that, and okay. I told my husband they're older. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, they didn't believe in the Santa, so they bought what they wanted. And wow. they, it was wonderful watching them narrow down and eliminating things off of their list because they were not getting extra. I didn't wow. give them extra. Real talk for real people here on Let's Talk America Radio. Terrell, from your perspective, are there specific challenges that women face compared to men? You know, I, I feel like God gave us a blessing and a curse. And I shouldn't, some people may not like the word curse, but think about it. We live longer than our male counterparts. Okay. If you look at the, um, there was some data that I read, 2010, in the United States, and our United States is the largest nation of centenarians. The centenarians are those people that live, that reach to the age of 100 or longer. Okay. And in 2010, there were over 53,000 centenarians. And of that 53,000, 82.8% of the centenarians were females. Wow. So think about it. We're living a lot longer, which means that our money has to stretch a lot longer. And also, too, the huge um, debate in um, the media now is the whole pay gap that we have when it comes to our male counterparts. Yes. 2014 data shows that women were paid just 79% of what men were paid. And that was just in 2014. That's a 21% gap. Okay. Wow. That... And the thing is, the gap, it's not changing. It's slowed down because you have more women that are uh, entering education in, in um, uh, higher education institutions. But the gap, is the, so that's the only reason why it's now because of that. But it's still an issue. And because we're making less money and we're living a lot longer, and I think women tend to be a little bit more cautious because they do have less. Okay. And because of that, we're not keeping up with inflation with our money. And that's what I mean by you have to diversify your portfolio in order for that money to last. So wow. those are some of the deficits or issues okay. that I think women face. Uh, the beauty of living a long time, seeing your grandchildren yeah. and great-grandchildren, which is the case of my uh, grandmother, but also the fact that your money has to last and stretch. Wow. And Terrell Dinkins, yeah. financial advisor, bringing up some intriguing points, giving you something to think about if you are a young lady, a middle-aged lady, an older woman, if you're a uh, a husband, if you're a boyfriend, if you're a dad, something to consider that the women are outliving men. It's a fact, they like it or not, and how are you planning for that? And thanks, Terrell, for bringing that to our attention. Terrell, tell me this, how critical is creating and maintaining a household budget? You know, a lot of people didn't grow up seeing that, right? They're saying, well, you know, I've got this much coming in my paycheck every two weeks, and I'm just going to go spin and pick up the kids some tennis shoes when I feel like it. Uh, is it critical to stay on point? 
Oh, gosh, yes. You know what? It, it's critical because it keeps you on track. Because if you do have money saved up, if you do, if you have in your budget line items for savings, then you're not caught by surprise. Okay. When there are an emergency or, or if your car breaks, there is money. So making your savings part of your budget, having it as a line item is critical. Wow. So you're saying create one. If many of our listeners don't have one, you're saying create one right now. And I'm assuming, Terrell, not to put words in your mouth, you're the expert, not me. Um, But, you know, I guess look at typically how much it takes to run the household, right, in terms of food and and drinks, in terms of uh, maybe the kids need T-shirts here and there, right? Absolutely. You know, one of the biggest issues with budgets is people don't make them realistic. You mentioned kids needing – shoes and, and T-shirts, yeah. just miscellaneous things. I think we need to create one, but we also need to have a realistic budget, okay. meaning that there are going to be some things that pop up. So, A, create a line item for savings as in an emergency, but B, make it realistic and create a cushion there so that um, if there's something that pops up with the kids, then you can cover it. Now, some people may say, hey, I don't have extra money to have a cushion in my budget. Great point. I'm sure people, some of the listeners are saying that. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think before, and, and now this is kind of aimed towards young professionals that are coming out of colleges and um, starting their career. Okay. I say create the budget first before you establish the lifestyle. Oh, wow. So you create your budget and then you live your lifestyle around your budget. And I think people do the opposite. They create this lifestyle and then they try to do a budget that doesn't work. You have to do it the other way around. So you're saying reverse it. You just spoke about young people uh, maybe coming out of school or maybe high school. Maybe they're going to pursue uh, some sort of certification. Maybe they're going to go on to traditional college, uh, maybe online or actual um, brick and mortar. But let's talk about student loans, Terrell. That is the huge elephant that that's always in the room. We often, of course, promote higher education. Everyone knows that. You need extra expertise training, extra skill training. But it's not free often, Terrell. How does one pay down those uh, bothersome, if you will, I hate to say it to all of those student loans out there, but they can be bothersome to many. How does one pay them down while maintaining the real life that you talked about? Because they've got to eat and breathe and live. <laughs> you have to eat and breathe but again, and I, I speak at um, um, some of the medical institutions. Yeah. So I work with a lot of medical residents. Okay. And physicians and attorneys have huge student loan yeah. and medical loan debt. There is huge. And it, it seems like even others, Terrell, that maybe the, maybe the career doesn't produce the funds that the doctor does, but it seems like now, I mean, the student loans are ridiculous, it seems. But, you know, well, but even before we even talk about the money, I think sometimes we're using education as a crutch. Okay. If we can't find ourselves, we go back to school. Oh. So some of this is brought on because we just don't know what we want to do, so we create the loans. Interesting. Yes. Before you, I think you need to just pull yourself back and determine what do you want to do before you go out and get a loan for, for something. Then you change your mind about your uh, vocation or what you want to do. So some of that I think we bring on ourselves because okay. we don't think about and really methodically think about what we want to do. But again, going back to if you have a student loan, Create a budget and then determine how you want to live that lifestyle. Okay. Hypothetically, if you have, if you're paying 
$500 per month. You're making $2,000 per month. Yes. You have a $500 a month student loan, yes. and that means you know the rest of your life, you, the rest of your monthly expenditures can only be $1,500. Okay. So you need to incorporate the student loan in there before you create this lifestyle. And I think it's the opposite. We go out and buy a high, high, um, uh, an apartment that costs a lot. We go out and get the car, and then we try to figure out how am I going to pay the student loan. Okay, yes. So it really needs to be in reverse. Okay. Yeah, it's okay to get a roommate. I think we we live in a society where we need to, we deserve it, or we can't, we delay. We don't delay our, our needs. We, it's, we yearn for immediate gratification, and we don't wait. Wow. And it's okay to wait. Let's talk about waiting, if you will. Credit card debt, it hovers over a majority of Americans' head at some point to some degree. Um, it's not easy to eliminate. You know we are a society that's addicted to the plastic. Um, and plastic, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert. You are. But we know plastic's not all bad. But it seems like when we get in over our heads, Terrell, which is so easy to do, it is with the plastic, that credit card, that it becomes very difficult and challenging to pull out. How does one really eliminate or even reduce the credit card debt? Well, you know, if you have, I, I really do like, and I'm going to give credit to, to Dave Ramsey, his book. Um, if you have some high, um, large loans and some credit cards and some small ones, I do like his method of the snowball effect. Okay. It doesn't make sense mathematically, and I'll, I'll explain what that means, but so that people feel like they're making progress, it makes sense. And what I mean by that, if you had um, one credit card that had a huge balance on it, and you had several credit cards that had small balances, yeah. and, but the one that has a large balance has a higher interest rate, the snowball effect says tackle the small ones first okay. so that you can check it off and you feel like you've made progress. Okay. And then use that money to, to tackle the larger one with the higher interest rate. Yeah. Um, so I think taking those strategies, there are books out there that talk about the snowball effect. You can Google that. Um, but taking it one credit card at a time. Okay. Taking it one credit card at a time. And also, too, call your credit card companies and try to negotiate your race. And there are great credit cards. You can go to bankrate.com. There are credit cards, um, institutions out there that will uh, help you find a credit card with a lower interest rate. But you really do try to ship your balances to credit cards that have lower interest rates. Okay. So save you money. Focus on that lower interest rate. Don't get caught up even with the ones that are saying, hey, we'll give you $10,000 now, and the interest rate is through the roof. You're saying and very mindful. Absolutely. Okay. Like I said, mathematically, you should ca uh, tackle the one with the highest interest rate first. Okay. However, if you have a lot of small ones that you know it only will only take a few months to pay them off, yes. so that you feel like you're making progress, then pay those off. Use that money to throw at the larger uh, credit card balance at the high interest rate. You are tuned in to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America. We have with us acclaimed financial advisor Terrell Dinkins is on. She is is the um, author, the writer of One Bucket at a Time, a women's guide, a woman's guide, rather, to creating wealth. We're so excited and honored to have her on with us this Tuesday night. Um, Terrell, would you advise individuals looking to get their money life in order to splurge any, and when I mean splurge, I mean take the mini vacation with the kids during the spring break or perhaps get that new designer bag that she has been uh, just gooing and gogging over for the last six months? You know what? We all deserve to reward ourselves, but 
we we have to make progress and then splurge. I think we splurge first. And what I mean by that is if you have done your due diligence and you've paid off your credit card, then you can say, okay, now that I have, that I've paid off my credit card, the money that I would have paid on the credit card, save the money and wait. We don't wait. We feel like everything needs to happen now. So I think we need to be smart with our splurges. You shouldn't splurge at the detriment of putting or setting yourself back and basically uh, foregoing the progress that you've made when you've paid off your credit card debt. You know, Terrell, you're giving us great logic, um, very strategic uh, plan to get our lives in order. It sort of reminds me of a, an effective diet to lose weight, right? It's like you've got to be mindful what you put in your body and don't do all the progress and all of the success, and then you lose because you ate five donuts. Exactly, exactly, Shane. And, and that's exactly what I mean. You, when you pay off the credit card debt, you're excited, and some people do fall victim of, of saying, you know, and now I'm going to go get a purse, and then they put it back on the credit card. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're, and you're kind of eating yourself. That you've used and save it. Okay. And wait, it's okay. That purse will be there. I'm sure you'll find one in the store online. That's you right. Yeah, be resourceful and economical. Terrell Dinkins, it is a pleasure to have you on. Finally, we wanted this show to happen, and it took place, and everything's great. Good information. Uh, We could talk all night. We're going to have to have you back on. But for those listeners, our national and international ones, that want to continue this conversation with you and learn more about you and the book, again, the title is One Bucket at a Time, A Woman's Guide to Creating Wealth. How can our listeners contact you or know more about you? They can um, actually um, do a couple of things. First, go to my company name that actually, where you can buy the book is OneBucketNation.com. And that's also the handle for all of my social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, OneBucketNation.com. And when you get to the website, just click on Buy the Book. Or if you're looking for some financial resources, you can also go to TerrellDinkins.com. And there's a plethora of information there for you. your listeners. Oh, I love it, Terrell. I promise you'll come back on the show. I will. Thank you so much, for Chena, for having me. Uh, thank you. A pleasure. Planning for a bright financial future is always difficult. There are so many questions we need to answer. When should I start saving? How can I afford to put away savings for the future and still live a comfortable lifestyle today? It's my job to help you find the answers to these questions and build a plan to help you achieve your goals. Let's get together to talk more about your goals. We offer great rates and coverage you can depend on for your cars and your leisure vehicles. And I can also help you start planning ahead to protect the people you love can give you a great peace of mind. Please call 478-405-5860 or go to www countryfinancial.com forward slash merit m-e-r-r-i-t-t dot johnson this is award-winning medical correspondent dr bob Arnott, and you're listening to let's talk america radio well 
welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America. Well, I don't need to tell you that spring is finally here, which of course means it's time for one of the busiest home buying seasons of the year. However, with rates continuing to rise, um, it's now really a good time to buy a home. Well, I'm no expert on that, but as always, Let's Talk America Radio seeks those experts offering their perspective and their advice. And right now, we're excited to have the one and only Lynette Calfani Cox is on with us. She's better known as the Money Coach. She is here to highlight current housing trends, provide some financial tips, and discuss the best timing for homeowners, first time, uh, if it's your third house, whatever, how can you beat the interest rate increases? Lynette, welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Hi there, Shana. Thanks for having me. Uh, what an honor. Of course, you're the money coach. Many people have heard of you, of course. Now, tell me this. Where does buying a home rank in Americans' Americans' overall financial goals? Because, you know, there's a lot to pay for. Thinking of the kid's future, uh, but then you've got to have food on the table. So where does a home fit? There's no question, Shana, that people have a lot of financial priorities, whether it's the short, the medium, the long-term goals, just paying the bills, the day-to-day stuff, as you just mentioned. But believe it or not, buying a home is one of the top four things that Americans are saving for right now. And 80% of all people think that saving for a home while you're in your 20s is the right time to get started, according to a recent survey from Chase. So we do know that the dream of home ownership, the prospect of having your own place is very much alive and well. Now, people have a lot of other goals, too. Don't get me wrong, of course. Okay. Uh, the other stuff is, you know, people want to save for a vacation. Some yeah. <laughs> retirement. Uh, some people just want to save for an emergency fund. Okay. But buying a home is one of those top four. So I think that uh, really speaks to how much people believe in home ownership. Awesome. So you eloquently shared that for a lot of Americans, it's still the American dream, purchasing a home. Um, perhaps their parents had the opportunity to own one. Maybe not. Maybe they rent it or at least. Um, but, hey, a lot of Americans still want to do that. Now, with the emergence of technology, you know that. I don't need to tell someone like you that technology is everywhere, uh, specifically social media. How are consumers' buying habits changing when it comes to searching for a home? Well, this is one of the things that was perhaps the most surprising to me with regard to this Chase survey, because basically it found that with the rise of technology and all things digital, Americans' home buying decisions have changed dramatically. For example, three out of four people surveyed by Chase said that they do not plan to live in their homes for the long term. Wow. Now, that's a big shift. You were mentioning our parents, et cetera, yeah. if they were homeowners or not. You know our parents and our grandparents, et cetera, if they were homeowners, they wanted to stay there practically forever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the case nowadays, and I think a lot of it is due to technology because we have a lot of people who have this sort of fear of missing out. You know, you've heard of that expression, right? <laughs> yes. Where, you know, they're on Facebook, they're connected to their smartphones and devices and their laptops, and they're always kind of looking around for the next best thing. And so that same sentiment has now permeated people's home buying decisions, where people are also kind of looking over, 
Wow, people are changing. Hey, you are tuned in to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America. We are speaking one-on-one exclusively with the money coach, Lynette Cafani-Cox, and she is a personal finance expert, TV, and radio personality, and she happens to be the author of 12 amazing books, including uh, the New York Times bestselling uh, Zero Debt, The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. Wow, what an amazing concept. You know, but uh, you have to tell me this. You just said that a lot of Generation Xers or Millenniums um, may not have the dream of paying off the house like so many baby boomers and older generations thought of. And that makes me think of the 30-year mortgage. If a lot of younger individuals, Lynette, are not planning to pay off the home or live in the home long term, would it be uh, not wise, I'm just imagining, to go for a 10- or 15-year loan? What's your advice on that? Well, certainly if you can afford to take a shorter mortgage out in terms of a 15-year term, or even a 10-year term, then that's a a good prospect. Um, Frankly, most people cannot, certainly not most first-time home buyers. People who are going into their second home or people who are refinancing, maybe they've built up a lot more equity, and that's a prospect for them. Okay. Even if they're going to have a a, a home and they're not going to live in it for a very long time, that's actually not as um, perhaps revolutionary as you might think because the average person does – switch out of their mortgage for one reason or another, either because they're selling or refinancing about every seven years or so. So, you know, this is part of what people do because life changes, right? Yes, it does. Jobs and they, they relocate, they have a baby, so they need a bigger house, um, they get married, you know, so a whole bunch of things happen that on the personal front or the professional front that might make you reconsider your current housing situation. Lynette, you brought up bigger homes, and when I think of the housing market uh, crash, if you will, that occurred um, some years ago in recent times, I think about four or five years ago, we're based here at Let's Talk America out of the Atlanta market, and Atlanta was put, uh, was really hit hard, Um, and you, of course, would know that uh, looking at national trends. You know, I've heard individuals say, experts like you, that say you have to be careful not to be too house rich. You know, explain what that means, and for someone that's a first-time home buyer, or they're on their second property, but they say, I really want to live in that huge house, that mansion, the country club with the pool, and all the amenities, what would be your advice when it comes to your budget? Okay, great question, Shana. And first, the concept of being house rich is, you know, a lot of people are sitting up in practically empty mansions. Okay. And what good is it for you to, to get into a home that you can't even furnish, wow. that you can't keep the utilities on, or frankly, that you can't even pay the mortgage wow. over the long term? Um, you know, one of my 12 books you, you referenced is called Your First Home, The Smart Way to Get It and Keep It. Okay. And so even though I am a huge proponent of home ownership, I'm all about responsible, sustainable home ownership. Okay. So your budget should be a huge consideration, and you do have to look at financial facts. You need to think about the amount of savings you have. You don't want to just get into a house that you've just sort of barely fallen into the uh, property because yes. you just scrimped up the very basics um, to be able to get in the door. Okay. Um, it's best if you can afford it to have a 20% down payment. You won't have to pay mortgage insurance um, on that because you'll have a sufficient amount of equity walking in the door. But there are, of course, financial benefits to home ownership. Okay. Right off that mortgage interest. You get to write off your property taxes. Yes. Um, but 
The fact is, homeownership isn't for everybody. Okay. It is for those who are prepared, those oh, who yes. have saved, who have the discipline, who have the credit, et cetera, and who understand fully, as I mentioned, the rights and responsibilities of homeownership. Lynette, you know there's someone listening right now out of San Diego, California, saying, well, you know, I'm noticing that the rates are creeping up, right? I know the Federal Reserve, I think, just uh, decided not to do anything um, with the rates recently, a few weeks ago. But should they be, like, saying, I, I got to buy right now before the rates go up anymore? What would be your advice to that first-time home buyer or maybe someone uh, fourth time saying, I got to beat the rates? I think that you should definitely take into consideration the prospect of interest rate increases. Right now, the expectation among most economists is that we're going to see a sort of slow and gradual increase in interest rates. So um, folks who are thinking that, you know, tomorrow something's going to happen, probably it's not going to, that's not going to be. <laughs> it's really about, even though interest rates are a factor in the home buying decision, it's really about your own personal uh, needs. And if that's the case, and if you've been sitting on the sidelines but you know that you want and need a home and are prepared to make that purchase, I would encourage people to do so. Wow, amazing information. Again, the one and only, the money coach. We're talking to Lynette Tafani-Cox. She's on with us uh, sharing some exciting and very informative information. Uh, Tell us this before you go. How do looming higher rates impact the current homeowner's decision to refinance? Because I know we have listeners right now out of Columbia, South Carolina. They already own a home. They're thinking about refinancing. Right. Well, current homeowners are definitely feeling like they have the opportunity to uh, refinance, and that's a good thing, especially for those who want to make improvements to their properties. Um, I put them in the same category with existing homeowners, that it's still a good time because interest rate increases are expected to be kind of slow and gradual. Okay, wow. Tell me this before you leave. I know there's someone out there that may be uh, in the younger category. Maybe they are a generation uh, with the millennium, and they're looking at a home to purchase. And, you know, they're having a great time in their life. They're maybe not in a committed relationship or partnership, but they're saying, hey, uh, me and this person can purchase a home together, Uh, not knowing if that person's going to be around in five years or so. You know, that's the sort of thing banks don't necessarily ask. What would be your advice to those younger individuals out there saying, well, I'll just purchase the home with a friend, and I know we're going to remain friends, and we're going to uh, hang in here together paying that mortgage. Um, I think be very careful about entering into that kind of agreement. Really think long term. Okay. And for a lot of people, it, you know, it may not be a best decision. You're mixing sort of the business and the friendship side of things. So think twice about that. I see. Wow. Great information. Lynette, for all of those listening, national and international listeners, where can they go for more information about everything you talked about tonight on the show and more about you? Ah, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Certainly you can go to chase.com slash homebuyers for more tips, um, some of my video tips and advice as well about the home buying process and also to get pre-qualified. My own site is a free financial advice site called AskTheMoneyCoach.com. Thanks so much, Shane. I appreciate you having me on. What an honor. The one and only The Money Coach, Lynette Kafati cox Thank you, your friend of Let's Talk America Radio. This is Lanita Mitchell-Blackwell, editor-in-chief of Bull Saber Magazine, and you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Stay tuned in, America. National partners and sponsors of your award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton, would like to congratulate on-air talent Shana Thornton for being named among the top 14 under 40 years old 
for the state of Georgia by the acclaimed Southern Journal Magazine. Shana's journalistic work continues to inform the various communities everywhere. Keep up the meaningful work. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, a very uh, famed architect, Champion Platt, joins us right now, and he's going to take us through a personal tour of the recent Architecture Digest uh, show that took place in New York City. Hey, check out this quick segment. Hi, I'm Campion Platt. I'm at the Architectural Digest Design Show, and I'm super excited about showing you all the new cooking trends that are here in the equipment, in the product, and the great new recipes you can find. Every year there's innovative new products that I can use in my designs for the architecture and interiors that we produce. The kind of objects that you find here, the products and the, and the great brands are the best of the best. Architectural Digest has them all. I've just walked the floor for the first time today and I see a lot of my familiar brands that I use, uh, but in particular I'm really into cooking this year. And a lot of my clients are as well. Uh, in particular, at the Gen Air booth, uh, we find the new downdraft induction cooktop, which is great because there's no more big hood on top of you, and that's a great new design feature for all kitchens. I'm also keen to look at the new Gen Air models, which all have the obsidian interior. And uh, these are beautiful refrigerators, and of course, every day when you open one up, you want to see something beautiful inside, and it's not just the products, it's how it actually looks. So this spring, I'm inspired by actually plants in prints. I'm finding that a lot of people want to have more green in their interiors. Uh, a lot of design that you see actually is photographed without plants or, or flowers all the time, and I think bringing that into your life in an organic way is really great. And also prints. Prints and bold prints is kind of a big move back to gigantic, beautiful, bold prints in your home, which can really liven up a room. But in particular, the artistic uh, tile showroom is fantastic this year. We use their products a lot. They have many innovative new products from all over the world. We're particularly proud of our new Isabella pattern that is being made in Malachite, River Shell, and Calicutta Gold. Malachite, really? Yeah. Wow. Malachite's very, very special and rare, and we've mixed it with a Calicutta Gold marble and River Shell. Our new Gaslight is a spin-off of our antique mirror line that's created in Charleston, South Carolina, and Gaslight brings that antique mirror to a new level by texturing the back and giving it wonderful variation on the face. One of the other uh, great vendors is Niche Lighting. And they have kind of a great combination of uh, classically inspired shapes of lighting, but with new technology in lighting and LED and also in glass blowing. I think the thing that makes Niche unique is that we have, we use elegant materials like metal and glass, and I find both of those materials to be very timeless and elegant. I think consumers are looking for materials and lighting that's going to look good in five years and ten years. If you want to find out any other information about Gen Air, go to their website at genair.com. You can follow me on Twitter. I tweet a lot about these kinds of products and also on Instagram. It was Out of Love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by sensational author James Marr. It's a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at 
www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It Was Out of Love, A True Love Story of Deception, Grace, and Forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. This is DJ Nicholas, Gospel Radio Artist from Kingston, Jamaica. And you're listening to Let's Talk America. Keep it locked. Hi, this is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Harrell, and I just love listening to Shana Thornton on Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for tonight's edition of Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks for sticking with us. What a complete show. I would give you a friendly reminder to visit our website at www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. There you're going to find all great information on our national partners and sponsors, upcoming shows, also our featured guests, so much more. Do check it out. Hey, if you have an organization or a business and you're looking to partner with a quality family radio program, you should look into Let's Talk America Radio. If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at letstalkshana at gmail.com. That's letstalkshana at gmail.com. Always remember to hashtag LTA Radio while you're listening. If you're listening to the Replay Podcast or you're listening to us live, hashtag LTA Radio out there on social media. Well, you know we love fabulous conversation, as you can tell. Of course, if you listen to the show tonight, we offer for diverse conversation as well. You should know that. Well, we also adore great music. And tonight, we have inspirational rapper Country Fly. Country Fly will take us home with this uh, phenomenal, very powerful track about uh, being a father. And interesting enough, it's titled Father. Check it out. If you love the music, put his name in your favorite search engine um, and support. Again, the artist's name is Country Fly. Thanks for sticking with Let's Talk America Radio. We appreciate all of the support. We're three years old, and we are going to keep it going. All right, everyone? Thank you. Continue to tell family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors about your weekly family show. That's Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Thank you. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is an entity of Paget and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2016. Yeah, we struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father It's a struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father Sometimes I feel like the world is on my shoulder Every day ride like a soldier Gotta get home, tuck my babies in That's a long time since them dividends And it's hard work, but I stay strong To teach my little girl right from wrong And my son how to save up out the streets And build a my opportunities How to love a woman, how to trust a man Believe in God and you'll understand What it takes to make you through this life No matter what, daddy gotta sacrifice To be right there next to you The home working life lessons you go through When you graduate and when you walk that out The joy in my heart when I see that smile We can laugh, we can cry, spend time together Fall and scratch your knees, I make it all better But if you get out of line, I'ma love you tough And show you where you went wrong, tighten me up Birthday party, take your family pics No matter the occasion, I don't want to miss Between work and church, home and all Papa seems so busy trying to juggle it all And we struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father 
struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. It's a struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. This song dedicated to my daughters, Kylie and Tamia, my sons, Dre Jr. and Aiden. I just want you to know daddy loves you. And no matter what, I'll always be there for you. Anytime you need me, I'm right here. I just a phone call away. Every struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. Struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. I gotta raise your right and do the best I can. Build a bond you can trust and hold your hand. If you need to talk, I'm right there for you. Do the good and the bad times, cheer you through. Take walks in the park, we can cool all day. I know it's like sometimes work getting away. Keep the school track, it's not a late meeting. By the time I get home, there goes the evening. Try to work out, there's no other reason. Neglecting the fact, full attention is needed. A third strain effort, compared to the bills. When it came by, time and that day on the real. So it's more than life, it's just what I can buy. Refuse not to spend some quality time. Gotta balance it out. It's you, it's about. Depend on me. To figure it out To all of the fathers dedicated to you The eyes and face things we go through Just to be a part of our child's life Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's strife Daddy do it, that's what I do From diaper changes and how to drive To dance the fight about the ball games I'll be right there on the sidelines It's a struggle just to get it right Every day you gotta sacrifice I work hard to be a father It's a struggle just to get it right. Every day you gotta sacrifice. I work hard to be a father. Do you need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. 